0: Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Walden. My guest today is Matthias Uetel from Tenuta del Fontino, uh, Matt Tias, yes, did I get your name correct? I don't think I did, did I? I'm afraid.
1: No, it's right. You told it true. It's like Matthias Urtel? There we go. Okay, so just tell us where is Tenuto del
0: Fontino in Tuscany and what is your contribution to the
1: estate? Are you the owner or are you? Um, the manager, what do you do? So uh, De Fontino, the biodynamic wine farm, Tenuto De Fontino, is located in the Maremma area, municipality of uh, Massa Maritima, which, which is a really pretty a small medieval village uh, situated in the midst of a unique Mediterranean Maquis, and also kind of characterized by the mineral air due to its immediate uh, vicinity to the Mediterranean Sea. My function, my role in this estate is yeah, I'm a estate manager. I'm managing also the hospitality part, but also the winery part. Because the Teutelal Fontino is the estate uh, which extends over more than 700 acres. Is has now been running by the of family. So it's a family-owned business for over 25 years. And uh, today it's co-managed by the second and third generation.
0: Okay, Matthias, how did you find the estate? I mean, are you from Italy or did you study winemaking or administration?
1: How did you get there? Uh, Honestly, I came across through my law studies. I, I also, me, I was born in Switzerland near to Zurich. Then I was growing up in the northeast, in the northeast region of Italy, South Tyrol, so Alto Adige. Probably it is a really known, good known region, wine region. And then I went to Milan for law studies. And uh, doing my law studies, I came across, met ma- of many good winemakers and also friends of mine which are, for example, in Modena, producing um, Lambrusco and, or my cousin, which is back in Alto Adige and is producing his own wine. So uh, I started having a certain passion for it. And I got interested because I had any know-how for it. And so after my law degree in 2020, I got this chance to involve myself and to develop myself within this new reality here in the in Tuscon in the Maremma and I took it, and yeah, now I'm I'm, I'm quite learning a lot, uh, and uh, but uh, my passion is increasing nowadays, and yeah, I'm happy to be here. Probably really an unusual career.
0: Yeah, your your um, your backstory is very interesting. <laughs> from going to study something academic to end up um, being a, a vineyard and a and a winery manager. So, in the, the Fontino Estate is quite large, seven hundred hectares, I think, twenty hectares of vineyard. Tell us a little bit about the vineyards and also the way that you manage them. Um, you mentioned biodynamics. Was that
1: your idea? Or was it the owner's idea? It still has been always the owner's idea. To be, to be quite honest, when the winery started in 2010, Buncher uh, Heidi Buncher she she believed in yet in this uh, organic and biodynamic farming. The problem it was and this is still this this problem that there weren't any good analogists which could offer the necessary know-how for the practices and so on. Now. I'm speaking like about, nowadays we are, since four years, we are in it, in this biodynamic process and our enologists, uh, Andrea and Eva, they're really, really good in it. And probably the enologists have convinced the the Puncho family to, to start doing so, to start this kind of, of farming of winery. And so we are working mainly with these biodynamic preparations for example such as 500 501 and 502 i don't know sh- nobody if maybe uh, the audience doesn't know what what we are talking about so for example the 500 this is a uh, horn manure which for us is really important because it stimulates the m- microbial activities so deep root growth and even promotes the formation of humus which is which is m- really important for us then after the, after 500, we using our 500 too. The Achillea, it's called in Italy. It's rich, is uh, it's yellow, and uh, this is this one is rich uh, in sulfur and potassium, and has in fact a, a particular ability to regulate the sulfur and potassium process for our soil. This is much important. I think this is a way of of, of farming of winery, which is really satisfying you can also see the results and therefore yeah it was a quite good decision
0: okay so you mentioned the effect from
1: your view about
0: the effect of biodynamics on the on the uh, on the taste of the wine can you say exactly what changed in the wines was it the, the the perception of the acidity was it the clarity of the flavors and aromas how would you describe the differences in wine now pre biodynamic and post biodynamic
1: i would say these are more honest right now these are willing to this, uh, to this process, the, the wines are more fresher than before. From our principle, our main idea is, is like from the wine to the glass. So as as we don't have many big impacts in the cellar, in the wine cellar, but we just apply our, this kind of biodynamic treatments in the wine yards, we are really, really, um, it's, it's like having a friendship with the nature, and this is makes sure that our wines are, as I told you before, fresher. They are more expressive in their in any of any of them notes of their notes. And yeah, you need to see it. You, it's it's, it's you need to taste it. It's it's really difficult to explain.
0: Let's talk about some of the wines um, that you make at the estate. If you start with the uh, the um, Sophie Rosso and then tell us about the Folavento and then the Optimus and the Montereggio wine, you just go through the wines that you make um, and then um, um, I can
1: ask you questions afterwards, okay, about the wines. In total, we fill around like 50,000 bottles a year. Of this, of those 50,000, um, 4,000 go to Folavento around 5,000 to Optimus and 3,000 um, Sophie. And finally, two of them, so 2,000 bottles to Poggio Girasoli, and around like 1,000 bottles to our Chimera Brut. For sure, Folavento has been considered, always considered our noblest label, also due to its complexity. It is like, it's made by 50% of Cabernet, 25% of Syrah and 25 of Merlot. We, we let him like 2 years uh, in the in the oak barrel and then one year in the bottle at the same time the Sophie, it's kind of the it's it's the fresher one it's made by 50% ehm um, giolo and 50% of sangiovese so the cherry flavor it's re- really present in it this is my opinion it's it's kind of the it's the the nicest part of this wine and the sangiovese makes it makes the Sophie, yeah, it gives him the freshest part. And then we have for sure our most interesting bottle of or label. This is the Optimus, also called a dynamic label because the best pure variety is praised with this one every year. So since 2016, almost six, 2016, it has been Sangiovese. And it seems that it uh, will have to step upside, aside for the very first natural wines of 2020, which we will uh, launch uh, this summer. Just to give the audience a, a short a short insight. Beyond uh, these three labels, we have also the Pocho Idirasoli, which is our white wine, uh, white wine, 90% Vermentino and 10% Sauvignon Blanc. And then uh, we have the Chimera Brut, it's our bubble. It's 100% of Vermentino. And as I told you before, we are with 2020 we started to produce our first natural wines. Two weeks ago, we bottled our first Chimera Rosé Ancestrale, which is now in the bottle, and uh, we are waiting for the second fermentation in bottle, which it's going to be also a Fontino bubble. Yeah, these, these are our wines, our main labels. And probably it's really interesting to know which, uh, which market we are targeting as, as a small reality, as a, as a small estate. I can tell you, we, uh, as a Fontino, we sell like 90% of our production to our own clients in the agritourism. This is uh, equivalent to the Swiss, German, and Austrian markets. In order to increase within the next, the next years, increase the direct sales However, we focus a lot on offering wine experiences. For example, we have our horseback riding tour with subsequent visits to the winery and wine tasting. This is the wave, the idea for the, the convention for the next years. These can be purchased, for example, online. And, and therefore, we are also very satisfying for us on the Italian market. Talking about our markets, it's really interesting, probably, and to talk about, about the trends the trends we think will be important to analyze the wine market is right now in this area is really saturated and more than even before and i think due to a huge know-how in this industry a far advanced technology and also resulting competition high quality wines are no longer rare and many small as well as medium-sized wineries here in this region have to become more innovative innovative so natural wines my opinion are only one of several possibilities and this trend for sure is reinforced by a broader uh, by a broader public more and more young people but also older people who are not considered to have any significant knowledge of the winery industry are now drinking for example good wines on a regular basis so what exactly is going on the on the many minds of consumer in 2021 this is for my question. There is a desire for background knowledge. Who is behind this bottle? Where is it produced? What method is used in the management of the winery, and what is the story behind this wine? Yeah, for sure, we are trying to 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 answer all those questions within the next years, and um, therefore I think natural and biodynamic wines can be a be a really interesting uh, solution because what's what's really different from other wines we as we we for example the the grapes they do not undergo any chemical treatment so no added sugar and teams or additives and the uh, innovative part is for sure the fermentation which is spontaneous so we do not add any selected yeast in the laboratory but only yeast naturally grown of course I, i'm I'm sure that some problems will arise in the future since we are constantly playing with an uncertain variable and this is the it's called nature. But for now, I think this is this is the most innovative um, direction for the for many of our clients when they visit our, our winery, they are asking us, for example, about the oak we use no. And um, for the first six years of this winery, we were used to, to use fresh oak, American oak. Also really important for uh, labels like Folavento. But nowadays, we use and we rely on third-generation oak barracks. So because this, to give the wines less complexity, this is also expression of this of the biodynamic principles. And as I told you before, we as we don't use yeasts either. As our enologists, so Andrea and Eva have convinced us that the natural yeasts present in the skins are sufficient in order to start the fermentation process. But it's hard to believe, but it's true. So yeah, that's the kind of this is yeah the Fontino present for sure. I I think that. In, in, in the future, we, uh, we rely more on on our animals in the vineyard. Probably in concrete terms, this would mean uh, to use the geese uh, as natural uh, lawn mowers and uh, fertilizers uh, as well as for sure also our horses for tilling and uh, blowing in order to burn the soil with less machinery and uh, thus, Increase its fertility. There are really, there there are many uh, innovative and creative ways. As a small, medium winery, um, you could uh, and you can uh, for target for the next years. Very interesting what you were saying about this um,
0: farm organism, my dear, with the geese and a lot of biodiversity and sort of natural, natural farming, if you like. What is your approach? In the in the winery, I would imagine that you um, prefer making wines. Doing when you're making the wines to do um, not much making, if you see what I mean. You want things to happen spontaneously. Just just describe your your winemaking philosophy and how it's changed over the over the few years. Just a few more little details about the link between the vineyard, this natural approach in the vineyard and the natural approach in the winemaking. Just your, your philosophy and where you th- see the future is going for you and for the tel- Tenuto del Fontino.
1: To to, to, to to approach and to explain a little bit more uh, this or uh, our kind of uh, philosophy, we could talk and talk shop forever about our wines and especially about this biodynamic approach. But I cordially, in, f- in fact, invite everyone to visit this, our wine because these wines these natural wines, for sure, they need to be explained, but especially especially shown. So as I often recommend to our guests, you need to take the glass of wine in your, in our, in your hand, look at the corresponding vineyard, be aware of the climatic influences during the year, and then taste the drop. For me, this means recognizing the natural according to the principle from the wine to the glass. Natural, the, the nature, as I told you yet or the climate change is this right this uncertain variable I'll make you another example is like our area has to struggle with very long periods of drought so our good fortune is that we have access to our own private lake and can use it to irrigate our entire vineyard this constant heat also makes it difficult to control the sugar content of our grapes so in mid-high summer, it can happen that a few days have extreme effects. All these elements, you can, you can smell, and you can taste them in our wines, in these natural ones. So also the sea, as we are strongly influenced by the proximity to the sea, to the Mediterranean Sea, the mineral nodes are strongly present in our wines, especially, for example, in our Vermentino. So in the Poggio Soli. For sure, it's the biodynamic requests much more work. In the wine yard than in the, in the winery our area f- makes it for sure it doesn't it, it, it's not so easy in our area so for example our soil um, if you look if you give a look to our soil clays and red sands rich in hermatic pebbles. to work on them it's really really hard and asks a certain patience a certain a certain know-how a certain experience which you gain over the over the years and at the same time we have average of talking about the rain situations. We have like 58 milliliters of rain on average per month. That's nothing. So on the other hand, on the other side, you can be happy because there is no danger of bacteria or other diseases. But on the other hand, you have these long periods of drought. And this is um, for sure something stimulating, this, uh, this challenge, this, uh, this battle against the nature, and but playing with the nature, and I'm also I'm already looking forward to to see what's coming next.
0: Okay, matthew So just um, going to do one one last uh, question for you about the uh, the wines that you make. you see if you just go through the the, the red wines that you make one by one, so the Sophie, and then the Falavento, Optimus, and the uh, Castel di Ruto,
1: and the Eusebia. So our main grape varieties are, as I told you before, Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Merlot, Syrah, Ciliegiolo and uh, Sangiovese. Beyond these main, uh, beyond these main grape varieties, we have three important labels, which is Sophie, 50% Ciliegiolo, 50% Sangiovese, Optimus, the best pure variety every year, and then the Folavento. Which is 50% Cabernet, 25% Syrah, and 25% Melot. Okay, Matthias. I think, um, is there, I'll ask one last question. Is there anything
0: else that you haven't been able to talk about that you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, no. Okay, I'd just like to say thanks. my guest today from Tenuto del Fontino, Matthias Oetol. Thanks for explaining and enlightening us a little bit about the uh, life on the Tuscan coast in Massa Marittima in Grosseto province in Tuscany. Looking at the website it looks absolutely beautiful place and it's interesting that you mentioned about the little lake that you've got. There's a wonderful photo of that lake and when you see it online you just want to dive straight in so obviously and I'm sure you're very um, happy to have visitors Tenuto del Fontino uh, in Massa Marittima. Thanks a lot, Matthias, and I hope to see you in Tuscany. Okay, take care. Thank you very
1: much. Have a nice day. And you too, Matthias.
0: Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time,
1: cin cin!